prepare to put on your tinfoil hats. How's it going tonight, everybody? So this episode was only produced a few hours ago, but I decided to grind it out because I know a lot of people are scared right now, and I was hoping that this episode could, you know, act as some relief for some of you guys to escape for an hour and just listen and have a good time. Tonight we're going to be interviewing Chris, and he's going to tell us a story about how he watched a portal open when he was a child. We're also going to jump into topics surrounding the multiverse theory. Please enjoy. All right, Chris, man. The floor is yours, man. Tell your story. Okay, um, back in 2007, when I was like um, around nine years old, I lived at this house in Mississippi. One, one night I was laying in my bed and all that, and there was literally, um, I had a TV in my room. Like, you know, those old-fashioned big TVs, like they have the, the fat TVs, how they're fat and stuff like that. Yeah, 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 I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it was like a Samsung TV, I believe is what it was. And um, it was unplugged and everything. And there was moonlight coming in. It was like a, a full moon night. It was like pretty bright outside and all that. One one night um, when it was when it was like warm in the room and all that, it got cold all of a sudden. But um, I had a little rock on top of the TV. It was peacock or um, it usually forms when it gets like um, hot temperatures and all that really fast. And it was special to me. My mom gave it to me. I had it on top of the TV, and it started rocking on top of the TV like like moving across of it, making a rattling sound. So I set up in my bed when it was going on and the TV started flickering. And I thought that was weird because the TV was unplugged and all that. And when then all of a sudden um, I felt this pressure in my room and then this big, big, huge thing ripped open and went like that, like, like a roaring sound, the rock went flying into it, and TV got pulled back just a little bit as it was opening. And I thought that was like really crazy because um, I've never seen anything like that in my entire life. And I was just sitting there so shocked and amazed and all that when it when that happened. But I was also kind of frightened because it, what kid wouldn't be frightened when they saw that? You could tell it was spherical shaped. You would think a portal, um, because people always talk about how like portals and whatever they are, they're like flat and all that, but no, it was like a three-dimensional circle, like a spear. Mm. And the moonlight was coming through with with the ice just coming from the outside of the window frame. It was just like like you know, like how ice like forms and makes crystals. It was reaching like going towards the middle of the window and the moonlight was coming in and you could see like the moonlight was warped and all of that going around on it and when it was doing that it was making this line of distortion it's kind of hard to explain but with this line of distortion it was making like a like you could tell it was rotating because the line went in a straight line going around and when it moved in front of your vision of your eyes and stuff like that, you see all of it warping. And then it just lasted for like less than a minute. And then all of a sudden it started to get smaller and I ripped some hair out with my hand because I didn't know what it was. 
I wanted to see if it was a dream or not. And I set it on my bed. And when it was getting smaller and smaller, all the air got sucked out of the room at the same time. And I blacked out. And then when I woke up in the morning, it was still on my bed and all that. And I've never seen seen it again since then. But that rock disappeared that night and everything. And I kind of hoped I would never see it again. So you never saw the rock again? Yeah, it sucked the rock right in. I've never seen it again. I mean, I could tell it was not a dream since all that stuff happened. And I blacked out that night and everything. Man, that's wild. What, what kind of rock did you say it was? I thought I think you said something about what kind of rock was it? It was peacock ore. It usually forms when high temperature like gets it like really hot. It's like it was from meteor craters where the rock was from. Oh, okay. I know. I I know what you're talking about now. I just pulled it up. Um, also known as uh, Bornite. Man, that stuff's really cool looking. Man, that's almost like a that rock looks like it's straight out of space. Man, it's all galaxy colored. Yeah, it was one of my favorite rocks right there. It was like really cool. Man, I'm sorry you lost your rock, man. That sucks. Yeah, but the portal thing was even cooler and all that. And um, it it was kind of frightening at the same time when seeing it. And um, it was just there back behind the TV. It disappeared out of nowhere. It was like it, I was in my bed, and then all of a sudden I noticed it started getting cold in my room, and it disappeared out of nowhere with the TV flickering. The TV was unplugged and everything, but TV didn't work again after that. So the TV was fried. Yeah, it's like um the components inside were messed up and all that. And it was burnt black on the back behind the TV and all of that. So the TV was like physically had was deformed or damaged from it. Yeah, it was like um damaged. It was like it got burned from the back of it like heat, but it was cold in the room at the same time. So I didn't even notice any heat. It was just like really, really cold in the room. And when it when it appeared, it got sucked right into it really fast. It sounded like a you know, like how you dropped a rock when you would drop a rock inside of a cave and it would go tap, tap, tap like that. Right. Um that's what it sounded like when it when it got sucked in, it went and it went tap, tap, tap going down into the portal. It was just it was just there for like less than a minute and all that. And the T V got pulled right right into it but it hit the the wooden things before the tv got sucked into it so the wooden the wooden pillars that are in the wall that when people tear down a wall it's was the only thing keeping it from being pulled into it as well the rock was not tied down to anything neither was the tv but the rock was just so much lighter and it got pulled right into it Man, that's wild. Did you ever get a new rock? Uh, no, I'm pretty sure I don't want to get uh, if it's if it's something that just wants things like that. That's just calling bad luck back to the house. Do you think it that. had something to do with the rock, or do you think that it was something unrelated? Do you have any? We'll, we'll get into all that. What do, what do you think on that? I think it was something unrelated. Maybe it was just a freak accident that happens because there's lots of people that go missing and everything, and end up places where they don't know how they got there and everything. It could have been a, a rip in time or something like that. But usually you're not supposed to see stuff like that. Stuff usually like that probably lasts. Like it probably happens all around us and we just don't even know it. Could have just been a 
a Terran reality and stuff like that. But it was completely spherical shaped, like a, a black ball with with shine from the moonlight coming on it. What do you think the portal was, man? Where I guess we'll start with what do you think it was? Where where do you think it came from? You know, what what are your thoughts on that? Well, it looked exactly how people depict what a black hole looks like in space. How they draw it and stuff like that on computers and how they animate it. It looked exactly like that, but it was a complete sphere. And I'm not sure where it came from, but um it would be cool to see again now that I'm a lot older, but being young like that, you wouldn't, you would be freaked out like crazy. And I thought I was dreaming back then. And I woke up and there was just so much signs that it actually happened. The TV was destroyed, my rock was gone, and me pulling my hair out because I was, couldn't tell if I was asleep or not, made me black out. Man, that's a wild encounter, man. That'd freak me out. It'd probably mess me up for a while, honestly. Yeah, it did for me for a little while, but as I got older, I realized it was actually kind of cool. And I'm probably the only, the only person to ever experienced that in real life. It was one of those experiences where when it's happening, you just want it to be over with. But when you think back on it, it's like, I kind of want to see that again, man. Yeah, it's exactly like that. It, it it was just something like really bizarre and really cool at the same time. It, it's something that you wish that you could see again. And I just wonder what was on the other side, actually. I mean, it could have been through time or it could have been to a different realm or different universe or whatever. But it made cold air when it appeared. It's like uh, It's like it brought in a whole bunch of cold air. But then it sucked out the air like a vacuum. That's what happens when when things implode. They cause like a vacuum. So let's uh, let's assume it actually like is legitimately a black hole. Because well, I guess in this case a black sphere. Um, same thing. That that would probably mean that it is a rip in time and space itself. Correct. Yes, exactly. So maybe. Um, it could be could have been like some strange anomaly of um, what are they called? Time rip. Not time rip. I'm thinking of. Um, you ever play Stalker games? No, I don't actually play that many games. Uh, I play those like regular stuff on computers and everything, but I haven't played any games like that before. Oh, yeah, it is an anomaly. So, like, um, yeah. when you look at the Stalker games, for example, it could be a area charged with electricity with, like, uh, a central source that you're supposed to find or an area charged with uh, extreme heat to the point where things are catching fire, you know? Yeah. So I it... Go ahead. Uh, I was just trying to say, but it was just like, it like made a vacuum, you know, like when, you know, like when you suck air out of things, like, um, like if you were to like use a, uh, I forgot what they're called, but if you were to like, uh, like when something is like making like a vacuum, it gets like really small 
stuff like that. So when things get small, it actually is having air pulled out of it. Mm-hmm. So I think it was like a like a thing like that. Like when it was shrinking, it was like pulling all the air out and all that. Well, the portal it's itself back... was shrinking, or yeah, it was. Um, it came into existence like it got really, really big, and then when it was getting small, it was pulling the air out of the room, like it was. Um, like it was sucking the air out of the room when it was getting small, but when mm-hmm. when it got when it appeared out of nowhere, it just literally when it got big, it was like pretty big size too. Um, if you got the picture that I drawed and sent to you, mm-hmm. that's a that's how big it was and all that. And um, when it got smaller, it was pulling the air out of the room. It was this very bizarre. So, just for reference, how big was the uh, the TV? Like, do you know, do you remember the dimensions? Um, the TV was like a thirty-two um thirty-two inch screen, is what I believe. Okay, so it was like an extra like foot on either side then for the portal. Yeah. Yeah, five by five. That's, five. that's how big it was, about that size. Maybe a little bit bigger. But um it was this back behind the, the pillars in the room where you can see into to the other room and all that. And it was this rotating and it was it was just so odd. You can tell exactly that was rotating mm-hmm. because of that line of distortion. If that line of distortion there wasn't there, then you can tell it wasn't. I couldn't tell if it was in a sphere or not. But um, it was just like a a thin line of distortion as it was like rotating. You can see like it's it's really hard to explain a thin line of distortion. It's like a it was making like a. Like people, how they say Hawking radiation and stuff like that. How um how you can see heat waves, how they move and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like it's an illusion from the heat waves. It was like that, but it was like a straight line, and it was as it was spinning, rotating. You can see that thin line of warping happening in the room. Everything looked like it was warping, and then it was putting itself back to normal. Almost as if, like, um, when you're a kid and you're at school and it was a hot day out and you were laying out there on the concrete or whatever, uh, if you were to look on, on the ground, you can see a uh, a faint wave of heat. Yeah. Kind of like distorting a like that. Like a reflection. Hmm. Like, like a reflection and stuff like that. That's what yeah. the heat wave. It's called heat distortion. It's it's yeah. when the ground becomes or like the area around whatever becomes so hot that the rising heat causes um distort like visual distortion. So what you were probably seeing was as actually the heat that burned your TV. Yeah, that's probably what it was. But it was it was just so odd. It was like in a straight line, and you can see it moving across the entire room. But it also moved in your peripheral vision. Like you could, it was so odd. You could feel the pressure from it, like vibrating your entire bones as it was making that line of distortion and all that. You can like feel it moving through you. It's, it was something that you probably don't want to feel again. It's feel like your whole entire molecular structure was vibrating all at once mm. when it 
making that live distortion. Uh, it felt like a, an immense pressure, like on yourself. Yeah, like on the cellular level, mm-hmm. felt like it was like moving through all of your entire body. It was like, like all of you were being dis- distorted. Like one hundred percent of your body was being distorted and all that. It was like pretty odd. Say man, that's that's kind of like a really strange and very unique experience. Yeah, it was it was strange, but also very awesome at the same time. Mm. I I just never seen anything like it, and it would be cool to see it again. But just hope it didn't pull 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 you in when it happens. <laughs> what are some um some theories like? You've probably come up with some ideas as to what may have happened. What do you what do you think? could have been the cause what do you think was maybe on the other side well i believe myself i believe that um when things like that happens it could be because of you know like gravity when there is uh when there is when there is uh the perfect alignment of gravity and all that you can actually get levitation so if you like have north and south facing each other like um, that's gonna be pulled, pushed away from each other, north and south, because they're exact opposite. So, so like it a, could a magnetic, um, positive and negative magnet, uh, not wanting to touch each other. Yeah, like a magnetic anomaly. Like um, it could have been like that. People talk about parallel universes and stuff like that. So um, maybe if there is this thing as parallel dimensions and all that. It could have been like sort of like that, um, like probably each side of the parallel dimension was having a push against each other instead of I believe like this. It's how dimensions work, how people have deja vu and all that, because we are having experiences from dimensions passing through us all the time. Mm. So it could have been a class of one of dimensions. Um, didn't didn't actually cooperate, so the dimension was messing up, so it was causing a north and south um, thing to happen, which causes a instead of a levitation in this instance, it could have caused a sort of rip in reality mm. that um, created a uh, parallel dimension portal type. And it could have happened somewhere else on the other side. Instead of those two universes colliding with each other, those two, like the information being transferred from one universe to another, it could have been, it messed up. So all that pressure got put into one spot. So that it happened like that. Do you think that, because um, obviously we don't have, we don't have factual evidence of, of actual like other dimensions let alone like what what would it be like on the the other side of like the parallel universe do you think that maybe like there could have been you in this reality and then on the other side of that portal it would have been you in the same place but in a different reality like uh, yeah maybe, maybe all this thing is different 
whether it be your bed placement or it could be that you're in a billion dollar mansion with you know what have you it'd be like this like um picture like the universe is like this um how people have deja vu and stuff like that it's because everything is exactly the same how it is on the other side of the dimension um everything has to be if if things happen to be so perfectly aligned like down to the to the actual molecule and atom then that universe can pass right through us that's how we have deja vu in a split Mm -hmm. second before how we know music is going to be on on the radio and how we have visions of dropping a cup and then it breaks just a split second later or we hear someone say our name like a family member and they actually happen to be about to call us um on the phone and say our name Mm. and stuff like that who's to say on when it messes up when you aren't exactly uh, all matched up with the other universe when it's about to pass right through us without us knowing it has like an error with because there's like countless different universes passing right through us and all that Mm. so um one of those realities could have not been matched up so with it not matched up that's one way that you can actually pass to the other to the other reality because it was not matched up Mm. so makes it perfect perfect uh portal because it's not matched up and all that if i'm making any I, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, so, there's su- there's surprisingly a, a lot of theories that surround the uh, parallel universes theory. Um, I know in particular that there's five big major theories out there that refer to like parallel universes existing, and so there's infinite universes, parallel universes, daughter universes, bubble universes, and mathematical universes, and basically all five of those are the main theories that people have surrounding the parallel universes. And it's basically just the way that they're structured and how, how they actually would exist, you know, within one another. Um, but there there is, like, a lot of very serious talk that, like, the multiverse is, like, a real thing. So it's not, not far-fetched by any means. Yeah, um, with with it being like that, um, being a multiverse and all of that, um, the Earth could be formed differently, like the moon could be on the other side of the Earth and stuff like that, and when the, uh, there we go, um, when, when the universe passes through one another, um, it has to be exactly perfect. If it's not perfect, then it's going to cause... Like, uh, if you were to, like, uh, put, uh, darn it, I'm not exactly sure how I'm saying it, but if you were to put, like, two magnets together and make them flat, the universe is not flat, but it's basically like a big disk and all that, um, because it got spread out when the universe exploded, causing the expansion, so, um, yeah, it, it made basically like a bubble. So the entire universe and all that is a bubble that got blown out, and so it's like a huge bubble. So now if you put two magnets together, north and south, 
and you had to push that against each other, you will have a circle around that. Now, if you were to try to put um, um, north and then south, if you look right in the middle of that, you have like a, a circle right in the middle of that. That's a, a bubble, uh, a bubble of distortion right there because those things will not go together. So it's going to cause like a, like a huge circle. And if you look at the sun, when it has like a, a flare, an electric um, flare, a solar flare, it causes like a bubble that blur that blasts out from from that sun. Um, so when you put north and south together, you have the two making like a bubble in the middle. So if one universe happens to be universe N for north and universe S for south, you put two of those together, um, that bubble is going to form somewhere in that universe. So it's going to be like that. We got information traveling from universe N and universe S always, um, always sometimes happening. Sometimes that universe N and then universe N. So you get those perfectly aligned and they can pass right through each other. And no, no problem. So if you have like a universe S that somehow formed by accident, which is like really rare because all the stuff happening then it can cause a bubble right somewhere in the universe. Then that's how it could be an accident like that. Yeah, it sounds like you're describing bubble universes. So for those that don't know, the theory with bubble universes on how they're structured is basically if you imagine disks, like actual like hockey pucks, and you stack them on top of each other, that's one of the theories of the multiverse. And we're living um, in one of the basically hockey pucks that are stacked in the layer of hockey pucks and basically what it sounds like you're describing is some type of tear that one universe that we're living in is for some reason opening up into the other universe and this goes into the whole theory of dimensions because when you talk about other dimensions and things along those lines is it's because we live in, in a third dimensional world so if there's a fourth dimension, basically what we would be talking about is there's... Sorry, I lost my train of thought here. What was I saying? Um, got distracted. But um, fourth dimension, right. So when it comes to having a whole other dimension, when you exist in a dimension, you probably don't have a way to perceive or gather evidence of another dimension beyond the one that you're living in. So ants, for example, um, would be living, if they're living on a table, they'd be living in a two-dimensional space. But then if you give them height, you know, and depth, next thing you know, now all of a sudden that's a third dimension. And, you know, for a species like that, that could be, you know, earth-shattering information to, uh, if they were sentient, that would be Mm -hmm. earth-shattering. But... Yeah, that's that's the bubble universe um, description that you're that you're given there. If if I'm understanding what you're saying correctly, but man, that that portal thing is like I wish I could see whatever you saw, man. I really do because I I might not enjoy the the moment that it's happening because I'd be worried I'd be getting sucked into a new dimension. But you know, um, maybe that's what it is, man. Maybe maybe it was a fourth dimension, uh, a portal to a fourth dimension, man. Where basically it was something going on with with how the multiverse is stacked. 
Yeah, it's really odd. Go ahead and say after. Uh, It is really odd. Like, um, but our minds, literally, our minds think in fourth dimension. There ain't no forwards. I mean, there's forwards, there's backwards, there's, I mean, literally, our our thoughts, our minds are like on a field of energy. Energy can literally go anywhere. You can't stop energy from going somewhere because it just can do whatever it wants. So, when, literally, also, if you think about it, when two bubbles collide against each other, to into each other they actually make one big bubble so that's how how it happens that's how you get universe transfer and stuff like that two bubbles colliding into one another you get it's the same information because it's the same universe being transferred from one to another now if it happens to be uh, a negative bubble it will collide into that and it won't stick that's how basically how it is like that it will not stick to that universe. And that's a bubble that it's sent to another another time and universe. If you were to think about it, energy somehow tear open like some circles, like some bubbles make make stuff like that happen. I mean there was an incident where if you can possibly find the video on YouTube, I'm not sure if you can or not. Um, there was this incident where these um, military trucks were driving through this tunnel and all that, and you can see these. Um, my portal looked exactly like that, but it was a black spear. It they were driving through this long tunnel, and it was making the exact roaring sound, like it was appearing from one end to another. That's how it was doing, like in my room, but it only happened one time. It was like that. If you can find the videos. I've, I know exactly what video you're talking about. I actually saw it for the first time um, about a month or two ago uh, while we were doing some stuff. But yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. I think it took place in, I think, somewhere in South America. They were doing construction work and they were driving through these tunnels. And it was like this weird warping thing, man. Like, I know exactly what video you're talking about, but it was this weird, like, the ground and everything was, like, warping. It was weird. And, um,. Just making the the sound that was making you could feel the vibrations going through your body and all that. It's like you could possibly never hope to feel again, but kind of think you really would love to feel it again because it'd be cool to experience it again. That's exactly how that how that portal looked, but it was black, and you can see if you look around it, if you look at it closely, you can see. The, how the light was warped around it. That's how it was. Just like that. It sounded just like that, too. Yeah, man. I, I'll i send you the video, Dane, if you haven't found it already, but it's a really no, interesting watch if, if you found it. you probably It's a pretty easy search. It's, it's actually a pretty popular video. But, yeah, man, honestly, what it sounds like you're describing to me is this was some type of tear in a in the multiverse essentially where, t- where two universes were ours whichever one we're living in and then whichever one was either above or below us there was some type of tear that was connecting the two and that's what you saw and it sounds like that's kind of the idea that you subscribe to too based on what you were saying um as for why there was a tear between the worlds who knows what was on the other side who knows but uh regardless man it's a really cool sighting and i remember you mentioned 
earlier that there was a a moment where you said that there were a lot of people that have gone missing mysteriously and that you think that these portals would be contributed to why these people are going missing. Yeah. I'd probably believe that. It could, like, people, when they're driving their car, seriously, it's like a tear in time. When they're driving their car, they disappear out of nowhere. Sometimes it's captured on the camera, sometimes not. They just come out of nowhere. Could be portals linking to other parts of the world. Could be portals linking to different universes or reality. It's so bizarre. That's probably what the Being Mad Triangle probably is. You know, our triangle probably is a huge entire area that keeps constantly getting those bubbles that appear out of nowhere. That's how people go missing. Yeah, man, for sure. And something that I kind of want to point out here is um, when you talk about the multiverse theory, there's actually a, a video, Dane, do you remember, did I ever send you that video where Alex Jones was on Joe Rogan's podcast? Oh, God. So in Joe Rogan's podcast, everyone knows that Alex Jones is kind of like this conspiracy kind of guy, a little, little off the deep end. But <laughs> when he was on Joe Rogan's podcast, he actually talked about this. And he was talking about the bubble multiverse theory where it was the pucks stacked on top of each other and how, you know, he was going into how there were basically tears in between them. And that's what was going on. And then he started getting into this stuff about like, a bunch of other other stuff involved with that that I won't really go into, but um, Joe Rogan was looking at him like he was, you know, freaking nuts, and is like, "What are you talking about?" And then I think he said, "You know, it's just, you know, this is the thing, the difference between you and me, Joe, or something like that." Is like you're better at articulating things than me. Like this is, you know, I'm trying to explain it, but you're, it's not really clicking with you. What he was describing but wasn't getting across was the multiverse theory, um, which actually isn't conspiracy off the walls kind of thing it's the multiverse theory is a very popular topic in science that a lot of people actually subscribe to that there being a possibility that they're real and that the the alternate universe is a real thing um so but yeah no it's it's definitely uh if you can't articulate it you, you know people will say you're crazy but if you really like boil down to the sciences of the multiverse theory like there's definitely some some good talking points on it and it's it's really not that far-fetched yeah that's why i also believe there's like such things you know how there's deja vu and how there is a uh, mandela effects and all that stuff um who's to say like literally the as i'm saying universe a is like this universe a has different information that we don't even know about and all that and then we have universe b um, different, different, um, different, uh, knowledge and all that. Now, um, sometimes they can pass through us without us even knowing, but when they try to pass through us, they can't even, they can't even, uh, go right, go through the universe. That's how it, it has the, uh, the negative effects, you know, like how we have these weather phenomena on all this planet. Now it's all weather like weather going crazy on the world like uh like uh the electrical storms that like the uh the auroras that happen over antarctica and all that it's from the sun we know that but it could also be like so much energy passing through us and all that 
that it's causing all of this, all this uh, stuff happening on Earth. That's why we have ideas from the other universe from it passing through us and all that. It's like kind of hard to explain, but um, it's like we we get knowledge from the other universe. That's why we have days of it and all of that stuff every every single day. This is really bizarre when it happens, but it it happens all the time without us even knowing. That's how we have thoughts so of things that we did, but then we didn't actually do it. Yeah, no, man, I understand where you're coming from, and I think that that's that's a fair that's a fair ass- assessment of like the Mandela effect and a lot of things like that. Uh, by the way, Mandela effect is always really weird. That stuff always weirds me out when I see Mandela effect stuff where I'm like. I don't remember it being that way, you know. It's the Mandela effect always has always kind of freaked me out. It's it's odd like that. We just have we have ideas, stuff that's how it's not like in this reality. I mean, when when it passes through us, we're having we have visions and we have memories of stuff, but it never really happened. That's because it happened in that reality and didn't happen in this one. Or we're thinking it didn't happen in this reality, it didn't happen in that one, but it could have happened in this reality, it couldn't have happened in that one. So it's like a continuous loop and all that. So it's like a a loop that keeps happening over and over and over again. And then when those universes can't pass through, it causes an anomaly, causes an effect the portal incident and some people just disappearing who's to say those vehicles that people are driving when people are driving their cars and all that like who's to say that when they are driving their cars they can't accidentally have a brief moment of passing through this universe and it's not supposed to be noticed but um some cars actually like people when they're driving their cars or when someone's just walking they can either go forwards in times or backwards in time. There has been a couple incidents where this dude from the 1800s disappeared and he appeared um, like in the 1930s or 19-teens or something like like in the 1918 or something like that got hit by Model T. It's kind of hard to find that story. But it's somewhere out there, but I don't remember what the story was called. I've heard that but it was before. On the internet somewhere. Yeah, man, there was a similar one to that. I think I remember reading, um, man, where was it? There was a guy, he was a pilot, and he, I think it was somewhere over the Bermuda Triangle, actually, um, and he was flying. He had just taken off from the airport. I can't remember where he was going to. I think it was, like, from Florida to Bermuda or something like that, and something weird happened, man, where he took off, and then he showed up in Bermuda, like, way earlier than he should have, where it was, like, physically impossible for him to have traveled from the time he left the airport to where he was going, and they have no explanation for it. Yeah, he could have passed one through one of those bubbles. One of those bubbles, he could have passed right through it. <laughs> yeah, man, seriously. I really wonder what what happened there. It's It's just so many weird things, man, and it's like... It's one thing when it's, like, just a story, but, like, when you have, like, airport documentations of stuff like this and, you know, his account is, it's more than just a story, you know? It's like, hey, we 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 have 
We know what kind of plane he was flying. We know it doesn't go this fast. We know he took off at this time and then somehow showed up here way faster than he should have, you know? We know that that's physically impossible, but somehow it still happened. So, you know, I always find those kind of stories really, really interesting. Yeah, but there's also one of those incidences where um, people were flying. This person, this airport, this Air Force pilot was flying his airplane, but it was um, it was actually really a long time ago, like in the early uh, 1918, I believe, um, probably a lot later. This dude was flying his uh, plane, and he was flying over this Air Force base, and everything looked so much newer than uh, how how they've seen it, and they thought they were so far advanced and everything, wondering how they were so far advanced. And then they flew through the crowd again, and they got back to their time. He made like a U-turn. He flew around in the sky and made a U-turn. He first noticed there was electrical charges happening around his airplane. And um, the I believe the planes were yellow and blue is what he was seeing the airplanes were, and his plane was yellow and white. And then um, he thought that was, like, really bizarre because all the planes, like, that was near his place, like, because there was no Air Force base there where when he took flight. There was no Air Force base in that area yet. And um, it just appeared out of nowhere. And then he made a U-turn. He had the same electrical thing happening around his plane. And then everything was back to normal. And all those plays are gone, and they reported it somewhere. It's somewhere on the internet, I believe. But you would probably be able to find that one really easy. Like, he was flying his airplane, and he disappeared out of nowhere, seeing all this new stuff. Yeah, man, that's a fascinating story, man. I love that kind of stuff. It's always It always raises some really big questions. And I really wonder. I really do wonder. Yeah, this whole world is really seriously strange and all that. We're living in a world that we have no idea what we are what we are dealing with. Things are happening all around us. People are going missing. We have visions of stuff that weren't there before, and then a few minutes later, it just reappears. We, when we go and look for things, we can't find the thing exactly what we're looking for. And then we come back later, there it is exactly where we looked and everything. We know we looked there. The item that we looked for was not there. We knew for a fact it wasn't there. It appears again hours later. Yeah, man, for sure. Dan, how are we looking? Oh, dude, I haven't been keeping track of time, just listening. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm having a good time. Um, tell me, man, what what are your thoughts on, um, like, extraterrestrials and stuff like that? Are you, is that something you subscribe to, or are you, you not really, uh, into the UFOs and the aliens kind of thing? Well, I'm actually, like, a, a big conspiracy there is about that. I believe 100% there is actual extraterrestrial life on other worlds and all that. I mean, I have tons and tons of actual videos that I have actually recorded. Some of them went missing, but I got some of them that I still have in my cell phone and all that. And pretty much my entire life, 
um, ever since the portal incident. I've actually been seeing symbols my whole life, and I've known this old language that no one else knows about. I can fluently speak it and all that, but literally, I've, I've been writing down these symbols and all that my whole life, basically. And I got, like, lots of it I can actually show y'all and everything. Yeah, that'd be cool. You want me to send it in to y'all real quick? Yeah, just uh, PM me. Okay. I'll them to Stackhouse. Yeah, that's what I've always been seeing. I can fluently write them down and all that, but um, I can also speak the language, and sometimes like, I have the, I have, like, dreams where I'm, where I'm having these past life experiences and all that, but yeah, that's just precog precognitive dreams. Yeah, like um, past life dreams and all that, but it also feels like my dreams are like something else. But literally, I've, it's just been all kinds of cool stuff that, that I wish I could like see again. The portal was like one of the best things. Okay, the language goes like this. I mean, I can speak that all of the, the whole, almost all the language fluently. I just don't know what it means. Like, pretty much after I've seen this portal, I only see like a few symbols every once in a while, but that's what I do over a few months. The whole page was over. It's right there, actually. Where do you see them? Do, do they come in your dreams? Well, I can close my eyes sometimes, see them, but I have to like meditate to be able to do that. But um, most of the time, it just comes in my dreams, and I can like see it, like it like shows up as little green, like uh, highly highlighted green, green symbol. But it moves like so fast that you have to literally catch it. It's like you know, like how binary code and all that how it moves up really fast. It's like that, but it's written in symbols when I see it. So, literally, this, everything about this universe is like always fascinated me. And it's always been like kind of really strange because ever since I've seen that portal that night, I've always wondered exactly what is reality. Mm. I mean, this we we don't know anything about this universe. We don't know anything about reality. We don't know anything we tried to think but we know everything but literally time is just the illusion of what our mind makes up and all that and like like literally you can think of if you think of something right now like um think of like the thing you did yesterday who's to say it's not happening right now but in a different reality so and pretty much my, pretty much my whole life people thought i was weird because i because i think of stuff like this Think this I mean, way. You you have an experience with something that that a lot of people would not understand in the slightest. Yeah, they don't. They don't. They people are like this. They don't accept the the weird and strange. That they only accept the 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 normal. They want to accept the normal realm instead of the 
possibility realm. Exactly how people are. Yeah. They don't have an open mind or anything. Our conversation about the, the multiverse, that was a lot of fun. And, and then I loved hearing all your other stories too, man. Like that's, you know, don't, don't ever be afraid to, you know, talk about this stuff. Yeah, it was my first time ever actually really talking on on a voice thing like this to actual other people. Mm-hmm. So uh, I was kind of actually kind of nervous the entire time, but I'm I'm glad I was able to get it out and all that. I've never even seen anything like this. I thought it was really cool.